and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 57. This week, we'll be looking at The Naked Now and Code of Honor as we continue Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Ames. Caitlin. And Chief Engineer McDougal! (laughs) (laughs) Why is she so gruff? I don't know. It seems like kind of what they were going for. She's my favorite TNG character. You always remember the big ones. She looks like that (laughs) SNL actress... What's her name? Amy Poehler? Does she look like Amy Poehler? What does she look like? I can a little bit. Can you see it? Okay, I can great. see what you're talking about. Okay, good. You know who Amy Poehler is? I know who Amy Poehler is. She's Community or something. Parks yeah. and Rec. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, Parks and that's, that's that's Timon, Timon Pumba. Timon and Pumba? <laughs> I mean, Amy Poehler. Timon wow. and Pumba was a really bad show. It was a good uh, pair of characters in that Star Trek movie. Yeah. Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> about the lions. The okay, carry on. Space lions. <laughs> They're off to a great start. So, in The Naked Now, if I may uh, steal something Caitlin said off air, is just the naked time, but shitty. It's okay. Mm. So the Enterprise is sent to check in on the USS... Not Tchaikovsky. Sy... Sy... Swarovski? Sy... Tchaikovsky, fuck it. Yeah, I don't... I can't pronounce it. A little Oberth class thing watching a collapsing star instead of a collapsing planet. And, uh, you know, they've got the naked time syndrome right down to someone being dead in a shower. This, of course, spreads to the Enterprise D. Everyone starts feeling uninhibited. Wesley takes over engineering. Uh... Um, and, yeah, it's really quite lazy. We'll probably get into more detail later. I don't think we have to really synopsize this one. It's... Mostly just people being stupid. Yeah, well, it's naked There's time minus though. the singing. There's lots more yeah. sex, though. So much. A lot well, of Well, they sex. are on the Enterprise oh. D. Oh. Ah. So... Fisting going on. Yeah. So then... <laughs> so then we get to Code of Honor, and, uh, you know, I'm uncomfortable. I believe my second note on the episode is, oh, Jesus, it's this one. Fuck Fuck. Fuck. When I realize it's the really uncomfortably racist episode. I believe that's your second note, too, since I just watched you read it off your notes. Yeah, I, re- I don't know why I said I believe. But. <laughs> so, yes, in this episode, which feels like, you know, uh, we've gone back to the 60s in a different way, uh, this yeah. planet has a... 60s to me. Well, yeah. What I meant in this case specifically, though, is they had this rare vaccine that only they have, which I feel like, you know, mining rights and medical, you know issues were like every third episode of TOS. And it's this culture that is not as advanced as the Federation, but still advanced enough they're willing to talk to them and they've got transporters and weird laser wrestling grids. It's very vague on exactly where they are technologically. And you know, they invite the the chief guy and some of his retinue on board. They're obsessed with honor and Extreme politeness and blah de blah, and uh, the main fella, Lutan. Lutan or Lutan? It was Lutan, right? I think Lutan sounds right. Yeah, Lutan gets a huge boner for Tasha Yar because she, like, kicks one of his guy's asses. That guy got his ass kissed, kicked multiple times this episode. True. He was like the wharf of this planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah there they wasn't a thing yet, but yeah. Wharf? Who was not in this episode? Hmm. Oh, that's true. That's true. Huh. Hmm. 
Huh. They can't have that many black guys on an episode. Yeah, uh, that's I think, really I think sad. we've been dancing around the central thing about yeah. the episode is that this primitive culture is all all black and African American actors, and it seems like it's trying to be a sort of a pseudo African culture. It's really like just how did this get made? Yeah, but they looked like they were dressed from fucking Disney's Aladdin. Like yeah, I don't even feel like no, it looked like the costumes from Coming to America. Actually, kind of. Oh, is that uh, what it looked like? This looked like to me. Like, is that that Eddie Murphy film? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, what's his name is in it? Yep. Yep. James Earl Jones. No, Arsenio no, 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 Hall. No, 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 no. Yeah, Arsenio Hall. That's yeah, it. Yeah, Arsenio. Uh, I love Arsenio Hall. But yeah, so eventually the chief guy kidnaps Tasha Yar, and of course it's like. They gotta deal with him on his terms because they really need this vaccine because somewhere a million light years away a planet is dying of something or other fever. This eventually just ends with the lead guy's current chief wife challenging Tasha Yar to a fight to the death. And they have a fight and Tasha manages to scratch her, the the opponent, with with a poisoned gauntlet thing. Glavin. But Glavin? Glavin. 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 Wow. And so, but, you know, they knew this was coming, so they beam her up straight away and cure her. And there's this whole thing where, on this planet, the men are protectors and sort of in charge, but the women own property and wealth. So her temporary legal death dissolves her marriage to Dickhead, and she decides she's going to make Dickhead's old lieutenant her new first husband or whatever. That was kind of beautiful. They loved each other. Yes, clearly. Although, as Caitlin pointed out as we were discussing it afterwards, it's a little unclear how her legal death dissolves her marriage. But not her rights. To property. Which the, yeah. yeah, so that's... But why you gotta, why you gotta keep bringing up the good questions in the synopsis? Because we'll get to it later. We're, for gonna, we're gonna forget them later and talk nothing about those costumes. We'll see what well, happens. Let's we'll talk about the costumes. Hammer pants. Yeah. Oh, God. Starting with Naked Now. Ugh. Not that bad. It's just a uh, rehash. It's yeah. so lazy. Yeah, but it's like it's a rehash that like it didn't even like build on it in my no, opinion. No, it didn't. Like That's it was true. literally just like okay, so now we need one of the characters to uh, let's see. Oh, take over engineering. Perfect. And it's deliver like, the same line about dessert. Yep. Yes. Chris mm. pointed that out too. It was ice cream with Riley. It was more generically dessert with Wesley, but it's the same idea. Riley mm-hmm. did it better. He did. That, I, Infinitely I'm, better. My note is, I think I prefer Riley oh, to Wesley. Oh, anyone would prefer Riley to Wesley. <laughs> Wesley's a little fucking shit. Yeah, and here's the thing. At the end of, of Naked uh, Naked Time, Riley, you know, the ship was shut down, and they had to and they had to power up the ship and do the do the cold start and all that yep. stuff and time warp. And the end of this episode, Wesley just saves the day. Yeah. While Data drunk helps. still. Data helps. He helps, yeah. Yeah, I liked that. They had to put away all, put the chips all back oh, into... I swear, I didn't check, but it looked to me like they were just sh- showing the same clip of him in sure the were. things. Because I was like, wait a minute, he's put that chip in already. Yeah, but they added the chips. The chips were added to him, so could you see more chips filled in? I don't think... I think when they showed the close-up of his hands... It was yeah, always it the same just, amount of chips. It always looked like it was about 40% full. Uh, and yeah, like you said, Caitlin, like, they don't build on it. They They... Make it seem like they're going to when, like, the original cure doesn't work. But then she doesn't get into why it doesn't work or what she had to change. It's all of a sudden at the end, oh, I got a working version now. Okay. Even though she was also drunk. drunk and, and, like, hungry for Picard. So hungry for Picard. Ames was also right, though. That's how it built. There was a lot more... There was a lot more, a lot more sexual hunger. In this one. Yeah, yeah like, it was just... Troy really wanted Riker. Yar really wanted everyone. And that's <laughs> like, within like a scene where only only Yar and Jory had the disease, the next scene, everyone in the hallway had the disease because yep. Yar had gone through all of them. So, <laughs> here's the thing. 
This was the part that made me the most uncomfortable about this episode, is when Tasha Yar is, like, with Data, and she, like, casually mentions yes. the rape gang's weird, on her yeah. planet. Weird juxtaposition. And she wants him to... Because, I mean, first, first of all, in my opinion, it's like... In the original, it was sort of like, ah, oh, yes, and, you know... This sickness is making everybody's natural, like, hidden proclivities come out. And this made me feel like they were saying because she was on a planet with lots of rape gangs, she wants to fuck a lot? No, I think that she sort of avoided intimacy um, because she wasn't taught real. But why is wants to fuck a lot the repressed emotion that she has? Because Gene Roddenberry's a pervert? There's that. I mean, this episode was definitely just like Roddenberry went, wait a minute. I can have all the sexy shenanigans I wanted to have in Naked Time because it's the 80s. <laughs> it's a good Roddenberry impression, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because she banged the blue shirt guy. Yeah. I'm presuming that's who she was banging when she called, when Picard called her up. I bet you she went through at least a dozen others by so? that time. Oof. Data. They even had the uh... sloppy 15th. <laughs> Beta's the best. Beta's, yeah. Beta's, I think, actually means something. Anyone else I can mean, be it like, means something to Data. Yeah. Did it? It does. Like, I bet it, you it does. Later in the series, like... Oh. Well, just later he in... He doesn't get over I'm going to jump ahead very, very, very briefly. In Aww. Code of Honor, when he asks Yar, like, oh, do you love Luton? There's, like, a moment of, don't talk about this with Data. You banged him last episode. Mm. This is weird. And he's going to feel feels. And even though he's a robot, he has lots of feels. That's a question I had. Because he also seems to maybe get the sickness. Mm. How does that work if he's not people? He's biomechanical, they mentioned. Yeah. He's very yeah, close they, to They people. tried to address that in the episode sloppily. Sexily. Everything was done sloppily in that <laughs> yeah. episode. Sexily. And sexily um, and sloppily. The, the two are often very similar. This is very true. I mean, I don't, I don't like how... <laughs> you doing it right. Well, you know, they real, I, here's my big complaint... About this episode, overall, Wesley is that well, yes, but no, I don't know. Just in terms of how things were handled, the the, <laughs> the guys that get Slumbly. infected, you know, all get like different things. Like you know, Jordy gets well. Oh, I I, I hate yeah. being blind. Kind of like Data the Spock, gets, uh, yeah, they get yeah. Data gets silly and collapses. Like Riker has absolutely no effect because he's is- always drunk. <laughs> I love that. They like she's like, oh my god, you've got it too. But then there's like no sign. Yeah. He just powers he, through that he, by force of will. He doesn't even have a little jump on his way into a room like That's the card has. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, assistant chief engineer that guy name? gets Shimoda. Get, Shimoda you. gets Wants to play Jenga or something. He's like notorious. Um, um, uh, Jim Shimoda, the assistant who plays with the fucking chips. Yeah. I forget who, what what group did this, but they always name a drunk Shimoda for every other episode of who's just having the most fun. Mm. Um, I do like that he didn't get treated at the end. But anyway. <laughs> um, Fuck that guy. But uh, anyway, so all the guys, they all have different reactions. But all of the women have one reaction, which is... Horny. Yeah, like, right. all get horny. I didn't like, think that, of uh, Jake. That's because women don't have personalities. Apparently, like Beverly wants to get her her Picard on. She yeah. hasn't known the security of a husband or whatever the fuck yeah. she says. Oh, you sent my husband to his death. I don't think that's been revealed in the series yet. But um, time spoiler to give me, alert. Time to give me the little death. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I wish Wesley was yours. Me um, Wesley does too. Mm-hmm. Picard really hates Wesley. That would have been, so that been a Picard great twist in the series if that's turned out to be. The and case. that's why Picard <laughs> hates him so much. Yes. Like every time Wesley, co- like what's like the concept of Wesley comes up around Picard, he's just like. Oh, I'm reminded of all God the mistakes I've made. Like fucking your mother without a rubber. <laughs> like, here's the, I didn't get my testicles beamed out before fucking her. Like, here's something interesting they could have done with that would have been Wild more uh, interesting than just having all three female characters. I mean, McDougal. She never gets infected. She never gets infected. She, she still gets the remedy. Yeah. Even though she's like two inches from Riker, yeah. so yeah. much with his with his like long like fleshy arm like up against her. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, they could have made it so that, uh, I don't know, uh, Deanna, instead of becoming horny, becomes, you know, more like Spock did, like hyper, mm. you know, emotion or something. I or maybe a- she's like having trouble sort of blocking out her Everybody else's horniness. And- yeah. I yeah. think she sort of started to talk about that, but she mostly just became horny. I have a list of uh, unused personality changes oh, that, no. that were in Fontana's script. Uh, Wait, one, this was DC Fontana? It's she did. I think she did some of it. She didn't do all of it. So okay, although, so someone else blame, ruined it. Blame the bad parts on not DC Fontana okay. because her stuff sounded better. Like Data turned down Yar in okay. her example. Mm. Less sexy for me because goddamn Data, you look fine. He just, yes. he just fell for that uh, that Clark Kent curl. I like that. I fell that. for it. Because ah! he fell down. I don't, oh, I was um, like, I don't get it. Riker's uh, character motive would be fear of actually getting the captaincy. Mm. I like that. Troy would be contr- confronting her lack of privacy at any given time. See, that's good. And Picard would be afraid of families because there's so many families on the ship now, and it's weird for him. But how could you tell the difference between that and him all the rest of the time? <laughs> he probably comes this, up more. This is I'm such sure. a missed opportunity because yeah. the that whole point sounds of the, great. The whole point of this, the you know, in the original series when the when the when everyone got infected with this, it brought out their innermost feelings. In chapel. And like this is a brand new show, yep. the brand new cast. They could have used this as an opportunity to explore. You know, strange new worlds. Yeah, no, no, to explore when the personalities no of these crew, that this crew that we've just met, and you know, as opposed to you know what they did in Farpoint, where they just told you, yeah, everything about these characters. I still like Farpoint. I mean, Farpoint's fine, but I don't know. I just feel like they really missed opportunity by literally. They, it's like they took the script to Naked Time. And we're like, well, what can we get away with in the 80s on TV? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that, that everything there sounds a lot better. I also like to imagine that Picard's fear of families came out of him just running down the hall, like, hitting children with, like, a giant <laughs> Nerf bat. Especially when like, get off my ship! <laughs> oh, I will say, for all that this episode was terrible, Picard was a highlight. Like, weird, horny Picard was <laughs> hysterical. His little hop, the little cough, yes. The Cause especially because I feel like a complaint we had with Naked Time was that there was very little sign that Kirk was affected till the bitter end. Mm. And here, at least, Picard was sort of more readily affected and got to be kind of weird and wacky, and that was kind of delightful. Yeah. I, and I think, you know, we do have to applaud Brent Spiner's performance in this episode. Good God, that, yeah. that lean in the in the, in the turbo, turbo lift, lift yeah. when, he, when we first see him yeah. and the doors open, it's like, oh, you're so fucking cute. Well, I mean, the, Fully the, functional, Captain. The pratfall oh, he does is really good. Like, he just went straight down. That was amazing. Like, I'm sure there was a huge gym mat there, 
But still, yeah, that was even, so. even with a huge gym mat, you could not. And, and like, and also, I got to give Michael Dorn a little credit in that scene as well because when he falls, just that look that yeah. uh, looks at him. Yeah, poor Michael Dorn had very little to do this episode except judge everyone else. Well, I've seen nobody would touch him. Klingon. What's that? Oh. Nobody's gonna touch him. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Klingon probably bite them. Uh, Only if they ask. Oh my! One thing that bothered me was like, I in the original, it was just sort of implicit that the disease was caused by some weird stop-motion drip mm. on the planet. Like, it was a parasite or something. But in this, they're claiming it's something to do with the oh, yeah, weird the, fluctuating the gravity the is just flux, causing yeah. it to form naturally within the human body. Which is oh. like... I thought, I thought it came, it came from Geordi uh, interacting with the frozen woman. Well, yes, but but what, what Beverly mentions is like, oh, oh yeah, the same from? weird gravitational well, well, fluxes. No, well, well, no, in the original... McCoy explained that it was water molecules which had been rearranged. Right, but it was implicit that that was being caught because they they have the guy take off his glove. Yeah, yeah. And there's this weird stop motion like drip yeah. that oh, touches that his thing. hand. I, yeah, 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 I remember that. But I'm thinking maybe I mean it, it's probably a retcon, but that yeah. the um, that the way that the water so presumably that red shit was the fucked up water. Oh, I see. I see. Um, that got on him. And then turned it's a his, <laughs> and then turned his water inside of him. I don't know. Yeah, but what bothers me about it is that, like if crazy gravitational fluxes cause water in the human body to do this, one, it shouldn't need to be spread. It should just affect every human like more or less simultaneously on the ship. Yeah, because there's like water vapor in the air and shit. And two, shouldn't it be happening all the time? Because I feel like Starfleet. Ships probably encounter wacky gravitational shit constantly. Like, that's the most unfortunate part of the episode, is that explanation just makes no sense. It was better when it was just a weird parasite. Hmm. But don't they have, like, gravity control in the ship? Well, yeah, but I mean... If it were a weird parasite, they all came back and were deconned to death? Exactly. That's why they had to come up with this... Yeah... Explanation as it extra were. decon. Check out Jordy. Why is he sweating? Well, it was also it was spread by perspiration. Yeah, and we still had too. we still had that that hissing effect. Yeah, yeah the snake. rattlesnake, rattlesnake, rattlesnake noise. And is it weird to anybody else that the the presence of woman sh- in in fully clothed in shower was back? Also, well, why is she the only one dressed? Yeah, everybody else, everybody else, else was, was naked, naked. Yeah. and she's dressed. So I actually right before they got to it. Yeah, I said to Caitlin, gee, I wonder if it's going to be somebody frozen in the shower. Oh, there is, okay. Yeah. And then that's a major thing, because that's what jogs Riker's memory. But this time we actually see the clothed shower person. True. I still contend that they're not necessarily showering. You they don't know... In the no, that's true. Yeah, she could have just been standing in the shower because she's drunk and weird. Mm. And all the naked people, like, were busy doing another thing. <laughs> Mm. Well, they clearly yeah. just finished because everyone was just kind of spread That's out. That's true. Awkwardly. I mean, they were two in a bed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else. Yeah, there was definitely someone was smoking a cigarette or something. Oh, I noticed that on the sh- whatever ship, the Tchaikovsky, as we've dubbed sure, it, sure that there. Uh, <laughs> when they first get on the ship, in behind Data, in one of the shots, you can see the dedication plaque. Oh yeah, in the, it's in Russian. Yes, it is. So it's a Russian ship. Apparently. Well, I know later... Thanks, Chekhov. In a later episode, I know there's one that causes a bit of an historical anachronism because they find a probe from, like, the 21st century, but it's from the USSR. Oh. Because <laughs> they wrote... Because it's it'll be an episode coming up relatively soon because the USSR only exists for a few more years 
for that. But yeah, I remember that that comes up at some Who point. Who says the USSR won't come back? I was just going to say the same thing. That's like, true. Yeah, in this we got day time. Age. But at the time, it was just like you know, well, of course they're not going anywhere anytime soon. That Berlin Wall is going to be there through the twenty second century. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, in ancient languages like Russian and French, clearly wouldn't be spoken anymore. <laughs> in this, uh, in this distant future. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Uh, it comes up in the next episode. French is obscure language. Yeah. Good. So we'll get to that. Take that, French. I actually remember I was I was for when I saw this episode when I was younger, I'd been um, forced to take French in sixth grade. Oh my. And uh, I actually was pretty good at it, but I really hated the teacher. So I found it funny that French no longer existed. Speaking of language, what the fuck is a snootful? <laughs> I actually card, asked the same thing. The card thing. brings this up with Bev, and she's like, what's a snootful? And he's like, ah, oh, never mind. And I I'm like, no, really, what's a, a fucking snootful? It's a drink. It's a drink? Yeah, like, not a specific drink, but yeah, just like it's, it's a... it's not like a cup. It's a, a very... shot? Like yeah, a glass a, of something? Yeah, it's like, the thing is, it's... it's. I've it's, had a snootful of beer. Yeah, it's it's another... But, but a um, snootful, like, your nose is your snoot, nah? Isn't it? Like, I think that's just an internet thing. Boop the snoot? Yeah. I don't know. But it just... Like, snootful. Like, does it mean, like, a cup? I don't really know. I just know I think it's a case of Patrick Stewart's Britishness overriding the character's <laughs> technical well, Frenchness. snoot is a type of uh, light modifier for the, using, like, photography. It's the device. You know how in the original series they would always only light the eyes? Hmm. That was done with a snoot. It's like a tube. They and a smoot is a measurement of distance that they measure the... Mass average width. Well, it's actually, it's literally, a smoot is defined as the height of the guy. Yes. Smoot. Well, his name was Smoot, right? Yeah. So, yeah, just according to every online dictionary I can find, like Merriam-Webster and Wiktionary and all that, it's just literally enough alcoholic drink to make one drunk. Ah. Enough to get Wesley really interested in alcohol now. Wesley's going to become a drunk, isn't he? I hope so. He really fucking loved being drunk. Hmm. Yeah, Wesley. Oh, he's My the fucking, fucking lord. Him and his goddamn little fucking toy. You know, it's like they, they can't decide. If Mom, he's, come look what if I did. Like the boy gene, you know, like he's a he's the intelligent kid, or he's like an annoying five year old. He can be both. Oh god, he's stupid. Like, why would you need to make? A little voice yeah. thing. And I can pretend the captain is giving me orders. Go onto the holodeck if you want that, you yeah. weird fucker. Wesley, suck my cock. <laughs> Was that Worf? That's <laughs> that, that not like Worf. I'm with Ames. But, but, Wesley, I killed your dad. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, I mean, I get that it was for the purpose of the story, but in a world with holodecks, it just doesn't make sense. I think it's just that he kind of needs to feel attention at all times, and the holodeck probably doesn't do it for him. Yeah. I mean, clearly this kid is fucked up. Why does yeah. he have any friends? Because he's on a spaceship. Well, yeah, there's that, there's also, but... But there are kids on the there's spaceship. There's lots of kids on the ship. It's a family ship. But they're all they're all twats. He doesn't want to hang out with those guys. Well, he's more of a twat Well, I also feel are. like, I mean... He's I'm, also way smarter than them, and he'd always be making them feel like shit. He probably does, too. Be like, huh, I made this fucking amazing thing that you could never make in a million years, because I'm a fucking little dweeb. I do like that at the end, you know, it's so... Bizarre how the show really, really wants you to get invested in Wesley. And it tries to tell you by having everyone except Picard think he's kind of cool. I don't know. Worf didn't seem interested when they when they say, oh, commendations to Wesley. That's, yeah. The Worf boy! Says, yeah. <laughs> Nobody Him? No one is interested in Wesley until the next episode when Jordy pretends to give a shit. What? 
Isn't it in? Isn't it in the fourth episode? No, it is. It's in. It's, na- this, it is it's this, one. this time. Sorry, I lost my mind. That's how he get. That's how Wesley yeah. gets the infection because yeah. Jordy comes to. Yeah. And somehow out. Johnny Smart Pants doesn't wonder where Jordy's com badge is. Yeah. Um, He's just happy someone's talking to that's him. That's true. But Riker's all chummy with him, and everyone's giving him smiles except Picard. And, but I do appreciate it at the end, Picard is like, fine, I'll give him a commendation, but I'm including a science teacher. <laughs> I was like, I like that. And, like, uh, he got them into the mess. Like... He got, like, there wouldn't have been a problem. No, yeah. that's true if he hadn't taken over engineering. Yeah. I mean, really, Shimoda was the one that took all the fucking chips out. Yeah, but true. How, how would you predict that, oh, getting Shimoda drunk is going to make him take all the chips out and be a fucking weirdo? Yeah. I wanted to be an artist, Aww. but I come from a long line of Starfleet officers. I hate you, Dad. I'm going to make art. New head yeah. canon. So, do you think the actress that played... McDougal, like, thought she was going to get a job. Be on Easy know. Street, the I new Scotty. Because like, next week or whenever, like, there's a, there's another chief engineer. There's oh, just yeah. a, a, there's a, a rotating, yeah, like, shift engineers. of engineers. And then, and then for, 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 for no reason one. whatsoever, later they're just like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's Jordy now. Yeah, it's a guy we're already paying. we got to make room for Wesley at the front, so. Yeah, I guess. Wesley goes to the front. He becomes no. he becomes the con officer. basically. Oh no! Yeah. We'll see more of Wesley. Oh, so much of Wesley but acting we also, ensign eventually. Do we, do we also get to see more of his horrible sweaters? Oh goodness! Oh yeah! Thank God. Ugh. Yeah. As we go through, I promise. Like the the one ray of hope is that I intend to make a Tumblr post ranking all of Wesley's sweaters. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> They'll all be at the bottom of the list, but <laughs> Troy was irritating. But that's par for the course. <laughs> gonna say it's I sort of just I don't I like love, her. I love how no one really wanted to be around her like like I think they like Beverly or somebody asked her a question and then Picard just starts talking it's like oh good mm-hmm. <laughs> well because doesn't she oh no that's the next god damn it I'm getting my episodes crossed never mind I have nothing nothing to say it's also I think the only time she ever calls Riker Bill that was oh, weird, no, 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 that yeah, was weird. You call Bill I thought it was bizarre yeah uh, this, yeah hmm. I just I feel like yeah, it was okay as an episode in the sense that it was a rehash of another episode that was okay. But yeah, here's another thing, right? Here's a here's an, an example of uh, regression from what we had. So how I was talking about the 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 obvious woman problem here in the original, you had Uhura who did like the greatest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sorry, neither. Yeah, and mm. like that was awesome, you know. And then in this one. The women just want to fuck. Yeah, they do. But being fair, Uhura also was like being touched by Sulu at that point, but we never get to see her go crazy. That's true. Because instead, yeah, instead of Chapel go crazy, instead and she of wanted it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She went. She kind of went in the horny direction. Yeah, but that's. Being... But Uhura was so unimportant. Apparently, that they didn't even bother to build on what would happen to Uhura if she got. But they also had um, naked timed. You know, in the original, they also had those crewmen trying to fuck Rand, Rand yeah. and she had to fight him off. Yeah, uh, with Spock's help. Poor Rand. And we never got to see what happened to her when she was drunk either. So here's my guess. I'm guessing that that or the original script to naked to naked time, or maybe not the original script, but in the Roddenberry edit of Naked Time, there was all kinds yeah. of horny women. Like that was yeah. basically what it was about. <laughs> and then a producer. I mean, it was called the got naked their, time and got there are shockingly few naked people I mean in that really episode. only Sulu is naked in that episode right, right. Yeah. No, the, the, 
I think the dead per- oh no the person in the shower had their clothes on never mind yeah uh, go on Jake um, sorry I interrupted you so they uh, and then the producer got their hands on it and was like we can't put this on TV Jesus Christ it's 1966 we're gonna cut all of the women out of this episode and only show them resisting the men except for uh, Chapel Chapel who no one you wants know, Chapel anyway um, oh, poor Christine Jean did well yes but Jean wanted I think Jean would, what was a horn dog um, yeah but um, see that—that's something. You know, there was no Sulu in this one. There wasn't, like, you know, with his wonderful. I'm gonna run around being a swashbuckler. Mm. Nothing that you needed the exact equivalents to each and every one. But that's again, if you want to just be lazy, just do something like that with Yar. She's the security chief. She can be. I know. I would, action I would, manning around. I would no, say she did. The rape gangs. Oh, that was weird. God, that was. It's awful. true though, because like, but like Sulu, you're so that that's the real problem is they removed everything funny about the original because yeah. there was no mm-hmm. like singing fucking Irish drinking songs in engineering, and there was no swashbuckling. They almost three, said penis. Three Musketeers. No. Yeah. that's true. That was pretty funny. Yeah, Data was funny. This Data episode. was funny. Yeah, Data was the comic relief of this episode, but like it could have used uh, like this is they like, provided this... some other relief as well. Yeah. Mm. So does. So he's fully functional. <laughs> and programmed in several yeah, types of pleasure. someone programmed him. That's what I said! Um, and what I said was, because if you're going to have a robot, you're going to fuck him. I, I mean, really. Why would I build a well, robot if not we eventually meet Dr. Soong, who built Data, it's played by Brent Spiner. So really, Dr. Soong just wanted to fuck himself. That's really what happened. I mean, why... Most people do. Design an android that doesn't have emotions... But make it able to fuck. And I already I answered this also, which is that you don't have to be emotionally connected to someone to have good sex with them. And this but, way, also, they don't call you the next day because they don't care. Yeah, fuck them. Um, yeah. Though, I will say, the fact that his creator is just Data without being all Data, that just means that that guy... I actually have a really good reason why he wanted to let Data fuck. Because he wanted to send Data out into the universe and give everyone the best fucking ever. And so that if they ha- if he happened to run into someone who had been intimate with Data, they would be like, oh my god, that was the best time ever, let's do it. And he'd be like, okay. Mm. And then they find out he was nowhere near as good. Yeah, well, fine, but I mean, you know, it, it would be like yeah. it would be like a Casanova thing. He would just be infamous, and they'd be like, "Oh, oh!" In the history books, oh, that's the guy. He was great at sex. <laughs> Doctor, Data is an exact duplicate of me physically in every way, except Data's, one. <laughs> Data's just got like a fucking eighteen-inch hog in every way. That I modeled after Rasputin, ladies. But I was gonna ask. Does Data orgasm? Or like, like, he must, because he looks so fucking satisfied later. Well, yeah, but like, what what comes out? Is it like oh. water oil? <laughs> like, Maybe nothing comes out. He sweats. Okay, I was gonna say I was gonna I was just gonna say that. Like, do we ever see him cry? Does he bleed? Because if, if he you does, prick all... him, does, does he, he not, not leak? That's so cute. So I would say that if the rest of his like physiological whatever like matches what a human would do maybe he's just got some kind of arti- see- artificial semen in his Does artificial bollums food? do we see him ever eat or drink um he drinks but not for he drinks for the experience. well then it's got to come out again yeah i'm assuming he just has like a reservoir that he can Evacuate. <laughs> Little hatch in his that's, side. That's just kind of what people are too, though. Well, yeah. but we know he has a, a reservoir. Why would he not just pee with it? Because I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he does. I guess it could have just been really good oral, but then why did he look so happy? That's true. Sixty nine. 
Wait, but again, you'd have to have a penis for that. Yeah. I mean, so they really just haven't, like bringing pleasure to others. They really haven't established Data too well at this point in the series because he's still kind of emotional. Oh. Like, he's not as robotic. Well, in some ways, he's more robotic than he eventually becomes, but in other ways, he isn't. Well, listen. I'm pretty sure he's been dropping contractions left and right. Which they later establish. And in the next episode, they'll have a slip of the tongue, which, how does an android have a slip of the tongue? And telling a joke. They established the time. The only thing that I needed to know, which is that he has a dick and it works. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine. Very well. And that he's programmed with the whole bloody Kama Sutra (laughs) and the Klingon Passion Manual and. The it's, Vulcan pun bar index. It's going to be my running joke that Yar is still just banging him like once a week. Oh yeah, they're fuck buddies. They're totally fuck yeah. buddies. This is Tasha Yar. It never happened. Does, doesn't work. It nope. never happened. It yeah, never happened. It never happened later. every fucking day. Yeah, so it, 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 between episodes she changed her he mind. He was being in the, um, in the quarters next to Tasha Yar. Hey, what are you doing? Construction in there? <laughs> 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 Knock it down in there! I've got, I've got 10 speeds and 14 <laughs> patterns. Someone's putting together an Ikea bookshelf next door. drill bit. I hope there's still an Ikea in the 24th century, and I hope they still make there mediocre furniture. There is, because they, furniture. they have their lamps on the Black Planet in the next episode. Oh, God, should we finally <laughs> get to that? Oh, Do my we have goodness. to? I mean, I guess we have to eventually. Here's the thing, here's the thing. Like, All right. If not for the casting, this is an interesting episode. I think it's I the casting that, that makes it very really, distracting. Really, in your mind's eye, try to imagine that this is not... It's not just the black people. Originally, it was uh, like reptilian people or something. Yeah, there um, we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you replace these people with aliens, it stops being about race. Or it even, just becomes about the culture thing, which or is even what if it, it was should have been about humans, but not again just black people. Yeah. It was just been a diverse cast. Could have been a yeah, yeah. diverse cast. Exactly. You could even still have had the lead guy be black if you wanted. That's fine, but making all of them black, it's like. Well, but if you if you if you don't make okay so but if you don't make them all black but you do make the guy who's like I don't give a fuck I'm gonna get her land and making him be kind of quasi villainous oh, good point and also like maybe kind of forcing Tasha Yar to marry him against her will you don't really want that person to that's a good point don't make so maybe keep the second in command black make him white whatever but making everyone black just made it this really uncomfortable super, super racist thing yeah. super there was yeah. a comment very early that they're, that they're like oh yeah they have they're very earth like you know they're very humanoid looking they're very earth like in look and in culture it's like of course they are because that's easier yeah because you know africa although they tried to imply they were basing it off of east asian culture at one point oh here's a fucking horse statue from please accept this shitty statue i dynasty yeah some dynasty no that song was data's crater Thirteenth century. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Was, I fucking that love was... that Data corrects everyone constantly. I like. Mm. He's did, the best pedant. And I did the doctor that. think that I was boasting that there were manuals about me? Yeah. Yeah. Probably asshole. There actually are. You should look it up. Yeah. Sure. We will. Data. They're not going to look it up. No. I hope not. But I mean, aside from that, though, even if we say had reptiles or a more diverse cast or whatever, at the end of the day, my thought was just like, this just feels again like the last one was a literal rehash. Yeah. This one again is just very TOS. It's like someone has something we want, 
that we need very badly. So we have to deal with them on their terms, even though they're being unreasonable. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's basically, it's ve- it is very TOS in a lot of ways. There's, yeah. a, lo- there's a lot of amok time. It's a lot of amok time. Yeah. Although they didn't know it was a fight to the death from the beginning, which True. is good. Yeah. True. They're better informing people than Vulcans are. Um, and, you know, I think it's also got some other interesting parallels to TOS in addition to the plot. I thought that the score to this episode was very... I mean, I thought it was a good... I actually thought the score was a highlight. I thought it was a good... The music was really I good. I am so bad at noticing scores. Um, yeah, same. But I think that this was... This is this is the best music we've heard so far in TNG. I feel scores. I don't notice them. And, um, <laughs> and it was... But it was very reminiscent of... Just like just like the cues. Mm. You know? Yeah, I feel like there were a lot of... There was a lot of um, reuse of the sort of the introductory, like... The... A yeah, but not, times. not as uh, not as bad as the saucer separation sequence from. Well, that they use the whole theme. Da, 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 da. It's like God damn you! But yeah, no, they they worked it much more subtly, and it was just the intro, not the full theme. Yeah, and there was just I don't know they they there if you go back and, and listen to the episode, I don't know there, there's there's a lot of cues that are I don't know they just remind me of how music was used in the original series. Mm. Um, yeah. Which, when you say cues now, I assume you mean cue. That's oh, what I yes. was thinking too. I was like, are there mini, <laughs> mini cues? I hope so. I love cues. Um, but yeah, so I liked, I did like that aspect of it. And, you know, story-wise, you know, it's a prime directive story. We get a billion of those by the time we're done. I wondered why, why, like, how much should they have to enforce the prime directive when, you know, these people... It's questionable how much technology they have. They seem to have transporters and shit. But at the very least, they've but already like, had contact. Yeah, we're already contacting them. They're all, they already they have one of our people. We've found fucking loopholes a million times before. Yeah, well, the other thing, too, is that the definition of the Prime Directive kind of shifts. Like, sometimes the Prime Directive is we don't interfere with pre-warp civilizations, which comes up much later in a few episodes. It comes up whenever they fuck up, basically. When mm. they expose themselves to a pre-warp civilization. They're like, yeah, our greatest law is don't expose yourselves to pre-warp civilization. But and I we break it all the time. Uh, once they establish that, I feel like that's kind of what they try to stick with. Yeah, but I it, think at this point it's still just sort of like, oh, we don't interfere with other cultures, period. And regardless of if they're warp or, or What not. if they're allies? They're still other yeah, I think Yeah, I think once you've... Joined up with the Federation, they can poop all over your civilization. Yeah. But there's like there's many times what where about like the Romulans, um, you know, like what where they the refuse Borg? to interfere with like Kling- like Klingons are doing some fucked up shit, and they're like, well, we're not going to interfere because Prime Directive. It's like really, really, you're just like at some point, maybe not right now. I'm going to go on my Prime Directive rant <laughs> and how the Prime Directive in not in being so deliberately. It, it, Listen, I'll just put it this way. The the Prime Directive is something that you'd only have as a privileged society, right? Mm. It's like, no, we, you know, we're eh, we're hands off. No, it, you're fucking imperialist fucks is what you are, honestly. You're imposing your views on other cultures all the fucking time, and it's only when you don't have the fucking scrow to deal with an actual problem that you whip out the Prime Directive as the, yeah. you know. Like, really... I don't know. There's. I won't talk about it right now. There, I have. I'll write an essay <laughs> well, and, and re, I'll read an essay on the Prime Directive and how kind of shitty it is. I look and not to it. mention it gives you an excuse not to get involved in conflicts you don't want to be involved. Yeah, in too, I'm sure it's all. It's an out. It's like, a easy out. Yeah, yeah. I, I dig it. Yeah, because I mean there are some times where it's just like 
you know, there's the opening of Star Trek Into Darkness. Like, what's wrong with them keeping a volcano from exploding and killing this little culture that's trying to form? What's wrong with, well, you know, at the opening of Discovery, where they're yeah. unclogging a well to, like hermit again, crab people. Yeah. Which, admittedly, it sounds like the only reason they're having a drought anyway was because a mine blew up that, you know, space-based civilizations created. So it's like, look, we fucked this up in the first place. We should have to fix it. Maybe that's maybe that's one legitimate reason to break the Prime Directive, directive is if you've already <laughs> fucked them over, you can you can unfuck it. Well, and it sounded so like... planet. It sounded yeah. like, at least at the intro episodes of Discovery, though, that it was going to lead to the extinction of the race... So are they able to intercede no, when extinction No, they're not is? supposed to. Like, yeah. like Picard will eventually go on many a uh, rant about how we cannot interfere. We have to let things take their course. And like... Yeah, yeah it's like when you're watching hyenas track down a zebra or something. And that's that what, you don't, and unless it's a... Oh, what, it's, what are they called? Like, grievy zebras? Because they're super, super, super endangered. Mm-hmm. And they, like, I think they saved one once. And it was like, no, we need every single one that's, that exists to p- continue proliferating. <laughs> and that's what I mean, too. Is like, the Prime Directive, oh, it's sacred until it's not. Yeah. Until you like the people that... Until you get to decide when you can play God or not and save the pe- save the people from the volcano or the yeah. dry well. Yeah. Playing God's a good game. Yeah. So, you were talking Prime Directive and all this and Picard. Like, you can kind of tell they haven't quite figured out everyone's character yet here uh, in a big way where Picard is like, display blast of torpedoes. And it's like, wow, that seems a bit much. Mm. I missed this detail. What happened? So they, they um, you know, the minute Yar gets kidnapped, they go to Red Alert, they put up shields, they arm photon torpedoes, and Picard orders a display blast, which basically just means they yeah. fire shoot them in the atmosphere. And- uh-huh. No, but that makes sense, because they've already been like, you know, don't apologize because it shows them weakness, and like, so that actually makes sense to me. It's a Vulcan hello. <laughs> no, but like, seriously, they're, they're established that this culture, like, doesn't... Like, react well to... Yeah, but I mean, I feel like... Niceties. I could feel like... I could see him threatening them with... with, To actually do it feels weird. Also, it's a waste of torpedoes. Hmm. How do they make torpedoes? Post-scarcity. That's true. Do they just replicate torpedoes? Nah, they do Voyager, evidently. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess it is a little bit of a Vulcan hello. Which, you know, I know we didn't actually bring this up to... I don't think we brought this up during the... Discovery episode we did. Several um, months ago now. Several months ago. But uh, I'm thinking of it now, since uh, Caitlin mentioned it, and because uh, a lot of people have been complaining, oh, well, that, the Vulcans would do that. And I'm like, the Vulcans totally would have done that. In fact... It's I re- logical. Yeah, it's super logical. It's not logical for them to have a fucking fight to the death over your wife. No. Come on, Vulcans. Yeah, well, the Vulcans... Well, that's an ancient tradition. I was just watching an episode of Deep Space Nine where there's a Vulcan serial killer. That's hot. And, um... Do they use Tal Shia? No. They don't. No, you idiot. They use a knife like fucking every other... No, he's got a... He he has a rifle with a transporter on the end of the barrel so he can... Oh, I remember that episode. bullets... Through walls. That's right. Whoa, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, and I'm just like, why hasn't nobody else thought of this ever? Yeah, not Vulcan. But anyway, yeah, and then like the incident with the Romulans in TOS with when they do you balance um, of terror. Balance of terror. 
you remember when they're having that meeting and Spock's like, I think we should fire on them. And and everyone's like, we don't fire first. We're fucking Starfleet. And, and, and Spock's like, listen, they look like Vulcans. And if they're anything like we used to be, they're totally assholes. We should shoot at them. <laughs> used to be. You, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. still are. Every day. Yeah. So anyway, so, Vul- so Spock advocated a Vulcan hello. That's true, he did. In Balance of Terror. Yeah, so suck on that, everybody that's bitching about Discovery. Yeah. Sorry, I'll keep bitching although, about Discovery, although at this point, Oh, no, you can. You're I mean, fine. At this point, <laughs> so, you know, for our listeners, we're only... We're ta- chronologically, this is airing much later than we're recording it. We're only... we Tonight, we'll be airing episode four of Discovery. Yeah. Yep. So, um, it could, for, it could by all means get really bad. Yeah. Or what really and there are still legitimate reasons to be upset, but this bitching about the Vulcans thing, this goes back to Enterprise. The Vulcans aren't who you want them to be. They never have been. Drop it. Also, it makes sense that, that Burnham not being, like, because Spock showed some restraint where he, like, actually talked to the captain and the crew about whether or not to fire on the Romulans, mm. whereas Burnham just neck-pinched her boss and yeah. see and mutinied. Mm. But it makes sense because she's not actually a Vulcan. She still has that... Uh, that human, human impulsiveness. Uh, that hot-blooded that, human... That Kirk trait. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, we're talking a lot about TOS and Discovery. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Well, yeah, mostly to avoid this episode. TOS yes. makes some sense. We keep finding yeah. sensible... Uh, you know what I liked in this episode? This black the, cat. The death fight was actually interesting. Cat. The choreography... Like, the, the, the pen they were in was cool. And... What's her fucking name? Yarina. Yarina's costume... Mm. Fucking hot. I felt like at first the fight was really sluggish. It picked up, but it was like you they could have redone those opening couple of shots. You know, when they were just like bouncing like they're slowly getting, and carefully from like platform to platform. They're getting used to their their little little wrestling ring. The wrestling yeah, but ring. Was Arena cool. was already like practicing in there the night before. She at least should be fucking romping all over that thing like crazy. Like Tasha Yar being a little bit like Ooh, platforms yeah. makes more sense. But you feel like well, maybe she should have practiced too. God well, damn she it, Yar. But I just I felt like it looked really like stilted and not. I don't know. Yeah, it eventually did get better. Yeah. But yeah. For, the, for the first bit, it was just like, oh, I hope the whole thing isn't like this. Oh, good, it isn't. The weapons were but fascinating. Yeah, you know what, the yeah. glavens or the glavens? I think, yeah, like, there was some stupid shit. Like, that whole thing of, like, this top secret mission for Geordi and Data to research the yeah. weapons on the wall. And then those aren't even the weapons that they're yeah. finding. It's just no. like... What, it, hey, hey, hey. It was like, there was a lot no, of... No, I, I thought that allowed... they did. I thought they said that one of the weapons was... Well, yeah, they but discovered that, one, that they used poisons on their yeah, weapons. Yeah, that was the one thing that was useful. Yeah. But, it was also useful to get Data to tell that joke. Yeah, there was that stupid joke. Although that was just like another... That's another fucking problem with this episode is that there's so many out-of-place scenes yeah. that don't fit in this episode. Like, okay, Tasha Yar has just been kidnapped by this culture we don't know anything about that are probably going to kill her. They should have oh, researched that. Oh, hey, do you, mind if, 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 do you mind if Wesley hangs out on the bridge for a little while? Because like, yeah, he really why? wants to. Well, if you Wesley, could let him sit in the chair, that would be nice they, too. They called the actor that day and realized, oh no, we need to write a scene for you now. But then it came up later. He shows up and, and Riker's like, hey Wesley, who's you fucking asshole, why don't you sit on the bridge and take take Data's job. Data, who's standing in the background all lonesome, looking woefully at his old chair, and is like, this <laughs> fucking up-jump child is gonna sit in my chair and be fucking me. Fuck him. And mm. they stole my girlfriend. And, no. Yeah, and they stole his girlfriend. And then, like, and I noticed as soon as Wesley, as soon as, like, Wesley left the bridge, Data went right back to his chair. He knew. Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. He was, he was feeling it. Caitlin, tell us the joke. 
What joke? The, the data joke. I can't remember it. It was so bad. Tell us the joke. It was a guy goes into a butcher, butcher shop guy. looking for kidneys, and he asks for kiddlies. 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 And the butcher says, don't you mean kidneys? To which the guy says something. I asked for kiddlies. Diddle I? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that was stupid. It was also, it's just like, not only is it out of place in the episode, because it's like, not now episode, but there's also the fact that, like, it gets a little creepy because Jordy tries to run, but Data, like, dies in front of him, then is stalking towards him while he tells the joke. It's like, is he going to end this joke by stabbing Jordy and being like, I've got your kidneys now! That's the joke! That's the joke! Oh, so this, they missed a perfect opportunity for some product placement. They could they had like Jordy with his like super space razor. Oh, they could have yeah. had him with like a Gillette. It's Gillette, like a Mach three, like da, da, so easy da, da, a blind da, guy da, can da, do it. Da, da, oh. da, 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 da. See, I just I I feel like I was looking at it, it's like I'm pretty sure that's just one of those self inking stamps, and they just yeah. it's just got like, a little blue cover. It was terrible. It looked like, like it was seen... just a piece of wood. Like it yeah. didn't even look like it. was... I feel like I've seen that prop. I think we might see that prop again. Oh, I don't know. Nice. Like in the, I, it might be in DS Nine or something where we see that same shaver machine. Oh, but it's actually we see it again as a shaver. As a shaver. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I was no, say, like, they recycle like, props. Like they actually no, I mean in the sense that like it's not just like a, oh they wanted to have Jordy shaving. There's another time when they bring yeah. it back to it's you know they do Sonic it shaver. But also why uh, why would. Uh, Perfectly precise. Be too close in shaving. I I I I don't. I take issue with that because, premise. Because razor burn. Art. You get razor burn because uh, if you shave too close, the the hairs. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I just. I'm just saying. Like it. It just feels like it's supposed to be this stupid. It's a, one of these just human things. Data doesn't get. Yeah, but that's not a good example. No, it's not. It's not a not bad at all. example. It's a horrific. No, bad I example. like to have five o'clock shadow. Yeah, so no, there's, there's, there could fuck have been. off. Also, like, I get that it's a magic space razor, but you should still be doing that over your sink in case little flakes come off. Come on, Jordan. No, it's always it vac- them. Yeah, it vacuums up as it should. Yeah, probably. It's also, still we've weird. already determined that everybody needs a beard, right? <sighs> yeah. Well, Jordan. They all get good when they Jordy, get beard. I think Jordy at some point has a has facial hair. I think in the movies, at the very least in First Contact, he has a very close cropped one. I don't I think. think it worked as well. In really? I can picture. I can't remember. I forget where else I've seen pictures of LeVar Burton with some scruff. In the Indiegogo stuff for the Reading Rainbow mm. thing that they did a few years ago, oh, I'm pretty sure he had a beard. Butterfly in the sky. He's so good. He is good. I find him creepy in this show already. Uh, well, he hasn't even gotten full creep yet, creep. but I do already think he's kind of creepy. Well, and I just thought the way like that he was hanging out with Wesley and being so impressed with him and the way he like molested the doctor's face because he wanted to see like people do. I was like, this is everything about this is making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they really, the writers really haven't figured out. Like, that's why he's not chief engineer yet. Like, that's when they're like, oh, right, that's what we can do with this character. Yeah. They, they like, okay, we want to, you know, we want LeVar Burton on the show, and we don't know what to do with him. And then they get him, and they were like, okay, well, what do we do with him? Well, let's make have him, a make scene. Make him a blind character. Well, yeah, let's make him blind. Let's have him be friends with the kid and friends with Data. And they're like, okay, well, what else is he? Well, let's make him chief engineer. Okay. All right, well, now he's chief engineer, but he's still not a very interesting character. What do we do? Well, let's make him a creep. <laughs> let's make him, like... Do creepy shit with women. I just realized that I'm an idiot. The reason why they do that thing with the razor is because he then does it later with the eyes. Where he's like, they're like, you can see better than I can. And he's like, no, not better. 
Because he's saying that... Well, that came first. That was that. That was in the time. God damn it! Everything's fucked. I hate everything. I can't keep these episodes (laughs) straight. Well, anyway, then fine. Oh, there's a precedence for him thinking that not human or superhuman or better than human is not necessarily better. There. There we go. There we go. I feel like this is... Well, yeah. I mean, this is also a, a... thing you know it's you know the fact that he was saying it to data is obviously a yeah you'll find that you know you fucking robot prick you'll be more human like you'll people will like you better Mm. Um, that seems kind of rude that's but i mean it's kind of true because data like people don't like it when data's pedantic and shitty i do i was gonna say i like data when he's whatever he wants to be yeah if if he were a real person telling me this stuff i'd be like oh my god data's talking as long as he's using his advanced techniques i wouldn't (laughs) give a shit (laughs) can you imagine during sex you're like oh my god fuck me harder he's like i think you mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's all that in this episode um there's more of not giving a shit what Troy thinks. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's yeah, she was useless. It's like she's they came, they, they well, the character they came up with not being sure what to do with, but I don't think they ever do they never figure out. Mm. No, no. She, she's and also good. Sorry, she's also a terrible friend. Yes, that's what I was gonna yes, say. Go because on. As she's talking to Troy, and she like tries to talk with Troy about the whole getting married to the what's his fucking name. Luton. And he's like, oh, do you find him attractive? And she's like, don't pull your therapist shit on me, Troy. What are you doing? Are you my friend or my therapist? You can't be both. Also, again, it's really, really fucked up that, like, the woman who in the previous episode, they were like, is from a planet with rape gangs, is kind of turned on by a guy that kidnapped her. Yeah, there's a lot that's a little, yeah. Like, they did not think this through. Uh, Um, It was 1997. That was only 20, no, 30, 30 years, years ago. ago. Yeah, but, but, you know, we've done a lot of waking up in the last... Yeah, but it's really fucking years. bad how backwards we still were in the damn 80s. Oh, for sure, but, like, think about how people don't care about rape victims now. No, I know, I mean, like I, I was saying, this is 30 years earlier, no surprise. It's not like things have been getting... No, I know, it's just, it's, like... Ugh. I can tell women didn't have a voice in that fucking writer's room, because nobody went, uh, excuse me... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if they had, then it would have been all Rick and Morty, and the fans would have been like, "Ugh, you let women write. Ugh, you're ruining the show." Wait, what? That happened? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch. There are women now in the Rick and Morty writers' room, and a are bunch they of people it any are. Better? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to be uh, objective about that because I didn't really actually. I think the Pickle Rick episode is the only episode that I've seen that I liked, and I think that was post women joining the writing room so to me yes i guess it's gotten better but i don't watch the show like i don't i don't, I don't know but show. everybody who watches so it it's it, like the most like yeah i i'm, I'm I, we saw a couple episodes on somebody's recommendation i thought they were terrible i was not entertained at all but whatever to each their own but i have to say the fucking fandom for that show is the worst fucking thing in the on the planet yeah it's like if you don't like the show it's cuz you're obviously a fucking idiot it's not just that it's just like like the pickle rick thing i i haven't seen that episode i don't know anything about it but i know what pickle rick is because every fucking asshole online <laughs> is putting up pickle rick memes and like ah and like putting the rick face on other things and like i'm toast rick like what the fuck <laughs> fuck you <laughs> Fuck you, Rick and Morty! Plus, also, I mean, Toast Rick, 
I mean, part of what makes the yeah, you know, pickle Rick rolls off the tongue because there's like you know it's not quite a rhyme. But you pick Rick, you know it's like it, no it, pick pick and Rick rhyme. Well, yeah, but I mean, but pickle <laughs> and Rick is not technically like it's only the front end. Also, that the voice acting is garbage. The voice well, of Rick sounds stupid and it's gross. And I don't like they're all they're always drooling. The art I don't like the sh- drooling. The art is shitty. The fucking the pupils are fucked up. It reminds me. You remember weird. fucking Doctor Katz? Yeah, and the, how the squiggle vision. Oh, and actually, well, everything—the animation that was super jumpy and yeah, weird. Yeah, well, that anyways. was like, that was Rick, that Rick Snyder Productions, or no, Tom. I think I'm Rick on the right. Tom Snyder. They did that. They did uh, home movies and Dodger Cat. They well, did, I liked home movies. Oh, I yeah, home, movies, home fine. movies. But like that was their style. Mm. But like this is just like low quality animation. It's the, the voice acting is garbage. Well, so part of the reason why the voice voice acting I think is bad or whatever is that. Rick and Morty are both played by the same person, and he's usually drunk and usually improving. Why the would actors? they improving on a script? How do you not improv animation? Well, because they draw it later. Yeah, I was oh. gonna say they draw it later. So, <laughs> so like, they just like somebody shows up. One shit guy shows. who plays Rick and uh, Morty. Uh, Morty, I'm an asshole. Okay, Rick. See, I can do that too. Also, maybe you should make a show. I should. It'll be twice as funny. It'll be Dick and Shorty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd, be, it'd be Dick and Jordy, and it would be Jordy LaForge. I'd watch that. I would too. As long um, as he's not creeping on women. Anyway, we've got off topic. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Rick and Morty, it's not great. But that's why, anyway, he's one guy improvising okay. everything. Right. I don't hate Rick and Morty. I don't care for it. But I just, I, I don't, I don't understand the, the, it's, people got really excited about that show. People are unlike the, about it. Unlike the fan base for this show and these shows, yes, which are totally true. reasonable people who didn't freak out about anything. Yeah, well, I hate Star Trek fandom too, though. Well, that's they, fair. They're mostly assholes. Yeah, no, they, they largely suck. <laughs> Except you, who are listening to the show. I'm gonna show. cut that, don't worry. No, I, mean, I think we can acknowledge that there's if, if elements you, of the Star of fandoms, Trek fandom yeah. who every are, fandom, are, though, are every oh, yeah. Fandom. yeah. Well, yes, absolutely. Exactly. I, I don't know. I, I gotta say, a lot of the blowback on Discovery has really soured me on Star Trek fans as a whole. You weren't soured before? I was, no, because, you know, you always hear about, oh, oh, it's such a great thing. It brings people together. Oh, you know, people who are nerdy can have this thing, the Star Trek that they love. And uh, and that, like, that was like a fucking a, a lie that was, oh, yeah. that was told for years. You'd go to, oh, Star Trek, oh, the Star Trek convention, oh, the community, oh, alt.tv.startrek, oh, uh, uh, all this stuff, right? And then... Fucking uh, the Klingons look different. <laughs> Not my Star Trek. Oh, what do you mean? There's a, a woman. Oh my and God. she's black. Uh, it's a black lady on Star Trek. Oh, help me. Spock couldn't have a half sister. <laughs> the ship doesn't look like a shitty set from the 60s. <laughs> so fuck you, Star Trek fans. The bad ones. Unless you're listening to us. The good Star Trek fans, if you're fucking cool, I'm not saying you have to like Discovery. You cannot like it. But have good reasons. But have good reasons. Don't like it because it's shitty. Don't, don't hate. Don't fucking hate it before you've seen it. That's the real problem is that like in fandom now, 
people have these fucking snap judgments about all kinds of shit. It happened happened with Doctor Who. Shitloads of blowback. And now, granted, that's partly because the Doctor is now a woman and people can't fucking wrap their little heads around that. Mm. And I get that. But it's like, you have to give a thing a chance. Like, anything that is new is not going to be exactly what you want, ever. Like, no one is ever going to be completely happy. And Except, if you, yeah, yeah. If you want to be completely happy with what your show is doing, like, fucking become a great show writer and go write it. Because that's the only way that you will ever always be happy. Like, yeah. and even always going to be something. Even then, you won't be happy. Because yeah, you'll have a network or money men looking over your shoulder being like, no, you actually can't do that. Yeah, you'll be DC Fontana, and they'll still fuck everything up. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and, and no one's... And if you're a fan of something... Be it Doctor Who or Star Trek or Star Wars or any fucking thing you're or Rick and Morty or whatever. If you're a fan of that, that's fucking great. Do what you love. Love it. And if someone comes and says, okay, we're going to do a new version of Rick and Morty, except it's going to be different characters and not shitty. And you're like, but I want it. We really bad. And then that, that's fine. You can be upset about that. You can say, oh, I'm not going to watch it anymore. But you know what? No one's taking away your pickle Rick and whatever other stupid shit they do on that fucking awful show. No one's taking that away. You can still enjoy that, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you enjoy it? I don't fucking know. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. Is there anything else anyone had for this 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 uh, mess? No, just that I was definitely bothered by the idea of like your death. We know you already mentioned it. Your death has has. Uh, nullified your marriage, but not your land ownership. Like, that was, I was kind of like, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it's, it's like getting your cake convenient. and eating it, too. Yeah. And getting to, to, to hang out with the second in command. I think I wrote his name down. Maybe I didn't. Fred. I was also curious, though. Hammer hammer pants. The guy, the guy make, who. Make look like a bitch all the time. The guy who was actually interested in, the fu- in, in what happened in the fight. Yeah. Be careful. Oh, uh, I like is, him. Is, so, is Luton, Luton, right? Is his name? Yes. Was he actually. Like an authority figure of some kind. I think seemed he, to be. I think he only was because he was married to, to her, to the rich chick. To so, so is that why she could be like, "Well, then, fuck you. You're my new number yeah, two. Yeah, she took his. She took her little Ilea. She took his little Ilea away. Yeah, and um, gave it to number his number two or whatever the fuck. Yeah, number man. one. Which who is number one? You. Right. I am the new number two. Anyway, yeah, I feel like the writers probably thought like, ah. Uh, we're really going to subvert their expectations. We're going to be really progressive by making it a matriarchal society, but we won't find out until the very end. Hmm. Yeah, but like if it was a true matriarchal society, there wouldn't be all this fucking dick swinging. Like, also, it, it would not be anything like yeah, that. Yeah, and everyone had a scar, and you wonder why. Yeah, and some of them I in, in HD. HD I don't know if you guys watched. Did you guys watch on Netflix? Yeah, we don't know. So, it. so yeah, you yeah, saw it in HD too. So like. Some of the scar makeup like just doesn't hold up to <laughs> HD because like you can see like the yeah. outline. The che- of... Yeah, the chest ones are bad. The face ones. They did all some good work up. on the face ones. Yeah. yeah, I assume they must have a dueling culture. Mm. Yeah, like uh, turn yeah, of century use, Germans. But they use poisoned weapons, so who would live to tell the tale? Well, there? The, probably the, the more casual duels don't. Yeah, but yeah, hammer the pants and don'ts of Ston Ston McHammer pants. Um, <laughs> and what was with that guy? He fucking got made to look like a bitch at every turn. Yeah. Like, first, like, okay, also, I have a problem with the first contact procedures here. Hello! Oh, God. You know, Card's like, oh, we have to go out of our way not to offend them. And, and Yara's like, hold on, I gotta Vulcan hello this shit. <laughs> Here's, oh, here, we've presented you with this gift of this life-saving vaccine that you need. Hold the phone, bitch! 
I need to inspect that first in case it's a bomb or something. Even though your head of state is right here. And then, like, she opens it. She doesn't, like, scan it. She doesn't, like, use the tricorder. She doesn't, like, put it in a computer to be like, is there anything dangerous? No, she opens it and looks at it. Yeah, it looks cool. You still don't know if it's poison. It just no. don't be poison. No, yep, yep, that's fine. Looking good here. Okay, we're putting that work back. All right. I think we're good here. Well, it was just... Kashi Yar's a racist. Yar is also bad at her job. Was, yeah. It was just so she could flip that guy and Luton there could get a boner. Well, yeah, obviously. And then, like, go to the holodeck and he gets made to look like a bitch again in his hammer pants. Why did she need to put on a gi? I don't know! I mentioned I was, that! I was wondering, like, how the... F- a, how do costumes work in holodeck? Because whenever we see... Everybody's visit, naked. Whenever we visit the holodeck, people are in different costumes from whatever thing they're doing at that And usually time. they dress up before they go to the holodeck. Like, they... Yeah, where did the gi even come from? Well, Was it just hanging th- on the They showed it. It appeared. It appeared. Uh-huh. So, like, normally... Okay, so this is a problem. Well, guys, the Enterprise and TOS had a big costume room. Well, you're right, and I'm sure... <laughs> They did, because they'd have to use them for, like, away missions and shit. Right. But in, but I'm pretty sure there's, like, a place where you can replicate costumes for the holodeck. Because you can't wear holographic clothes. What, are you going into the holodeck naked? Like when, yes. Like, when, when, when they go to, when they do, like, Victorian times for, you know, Sherlock Holmes, do they go in there naked and then hologram clothes themselves? I mean, considering how fucking skin tight these uniforms are, you could wear anything That's over true. them. God, I... Can't wait to be That always annoyed uniforms. me about um, First Contact. Mm. I know we're not there yet, but there's a scene in First Contact where they go into the holodeck. We're not there yet. We're literally nine years away. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so they go into the holodeck, and, well, I meant nine and like, Picard's like, oh, I let me holodeck you up some clothes, lady. And yeah, she's, she's, she she's wearing clothes, and they're being chased by the Borg! And she's wearing clothes, and then the next scene... She's wearing, like, a dress where you can, like, see, like, her, like, cleavage, I think. Ooh. I think. I, I don't remember. I, but sort of. She doesn't watch for that So, like, kind what of happened? Thing. Did, like, it beam her regular clothes off and then beam on her dress? No, it, it beamed, it beamed on a layer of flesh there. That's right. Yeah, so, like, it's like they're actually giants. They're, like, or, no, like, they're holographically projecting larger versions of themselves over their bodies. This has gotten weird. I don't yeah. fucking know. Well, still not as weird as this episode was. This episode is bad, and it's Terrible. feel bad. You know what I read? What? I read the director, Ross May- Mayberry, got fired halfway through. from For being a Klansman. <laughs> well, Will no, please, no one was getting fired for that in the 80s. Yeah. Will Wheaton, Will Wheaton Will theorizes... There's a lot of was uh, Theorizes that it's because he was being racist to the other actors. Oh my god. Whose idea was it to make it an all-black play? I don't know. Was that in the script? Or was that like the director was like, okay, uh, we need to cast this episode, only blacks. And and I'm going to treat them like shit. And we're going to make them, they're going to, you ever see like those old timey, like, have you you ever read Kipling? That's what we're going to do. I have not read Kipling. Pretty racist. I mean, but it's like, it's like. Edwardian times. It's like British Empire. Well, as I said, like the original script called for these to be reptile creatures. See, that's okay. That would have been fun. It would have been a much better episode. I don't think it would have been a good good episode. It would have had some interesting elements. There's lots of structural problems. It would have had interesting elements. It would have been good for an early episode in season one to get us used to things. Yeah, and like, I get it, like, 
I don't know. I just, I think that this episode structurally had problems too. I think it's super fucking slow through the middle. The kidnapping happens, and then there's a lot of fucking dilly dallying. There's a lot of looking at the wall of weapons. Which weapons do you think they'll use? A lot of like, let's have a Wesley scene for no reason. Let's have a dated Jordy joke scene for no reason. A lot of fucking problems. And then at the end, it's like, all right, let's do a really quick ass fight scene and and get it over with. They killed a guy in the fight. That they did. Fun. That oh, poor yeah, fucker. That guy. Who would even go to this fucking fight match? They should put they, up. Yeah, they need to put some, some fences kind of, yeah, up. Fences the, the fucking NHL like learned a, that in like the forties. Force field. Force like, field. That's you know, that's the if you're gonna have fucking dangerous have shit Wesley flying around, you put up the fucking glass and a yeah, net. Use Wesley's. Put him in front of you so that he takes it instead. Well, I meant the force field that he made in the in the naked now. But like, yeah, I think using using his body as a wall is also fine. Like, what would have happened if her gauntlet slipped off and it went and hit fucking Stomp? Or Picard, or someone important. It, instead of hitting that poor bastard who just got fucking killed. He just wanted to watch it a fight. I was super, super sleep deprived when we watched it, so I was like, no, that guy's gonna die. And then he did, and I was like, no! I was really, really, really. Oh, yeah. What upset. happened to that poor guy? Did they beam him up to the ship and resurrect him too, nope. or is he just dead? That's not part of the plan. Mm. So and that was all because of Yara's fucking bullshit. Well, no, that was just because they were fighting and went flying well, off. They wouldn't be fighting if Yar weren't there. Mm. So I, really, it's her fault. Well, but she was there because she was kidnapped. Yeah, way to put the onus on the victim, Ames, you <laughs> fucking bitch. Yeah, uh, Yar, so it's okay. I have a Yar. question, though, actually, which is, there's that scene where Tasha Yar and Irina are hanging out uh, to talk about the fight, and Yar's like, don't misunderstand, I'm fighting for the vaccine. Like, how did that leap of... If I win this fight, I'll get more vaccine. How did that happen? Well, that did was, I miss that something? The, yeah, that... that was the deal that Picard made with... Oh, when they were out in his pleasure garden and he was admitting, like, his fucking evil plan. Like, yeah. whatever, if she fucking dies, I get to keep her shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. I missed that. Thank so, you. Because I was like, I don't understand. So, uh, on the Memory Alpha article for this episode, Jonathan Frakes referred to the episode as a racist piece of shit. Wow. Brent Spiner regarded this episode as the worst episode we ever did. Ooh. Disagree. <laughs> Go on. It was just a racist episode. Maybe not intentionally, but it felt that way and looked that way. It was the third episode, so it was fortuitous that we did our worst that early on, and it never got quite that bad again. It so did. this Brent? Brent Spiner? Yeah. The uh, racism maybe didn't get this bad again, but the episodes did. Michael Dorn does not appear in this episode. This is his first non-appearance. He was at the a, best character. At the 2013 Toronto Comic Con, Dorn referred to this episode as the worst episode of Star Trek ever filmed. LaForge actor LeVar Burton wasn't proud of the episode either. Well, did like, anybody like the episode? Uh, Probably can I, not. Can I tell you what the fuck Chris said when we were watching this episode? He said this might be the worst episode. This might have taken first place as the worst episode in history. It is worse. And he said, "Yes, I am including the animated series in yep. this." Whoa. Bem was less awful no. than this. Yeah. I I don't agree with. That. I also think <clears throat> let, the, let that be your last battlefield was probably worse than this. No, see, because the thing is. Because of Which was a, as an the, episode, not because. But you see, of, in Let There Be Your Last Battlefield, at least they were black and white. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of episode quality, because I think right now the racism thing is the detri- is the big detrimental element of this episode, and it's big and detrimental. But it makes like the rest of the episode is worse than most other than many yeah. other episodes. So yeah, it's for not me, a the bad script. The problem is I, I mean, can't yeah, separate how uncomfortable that makes me from the episode. Well, that's itself. your problem then. 
that's what I mean. Like, so some of us are horrible racists and love this episode. <laughs> what I mean is, I was some like, of us don't. Why did you look Chris? at me when you said that? <laughs> like, literally, though, I was just sitting there, like, oh god, I want this to be over. I want this to be over. I want this to be over. How long is left? Forty-five minutes. Oh shit! It just started. I want this to be over. Why isn't this <laughs> that's, over? That's oh god! Much. Why isn't it over? That's accurate. I remember, like, at the ten minutes to the end mark, I was just like, Jesus Christ, when is this gonna end? Yeah. Ten more minutes. Okay, I, I think, think I can do it. Bad. Oh, I didn't like it. Yeah, I was just I. From it wasn't the discomfort factor for me either. I just didn't find it interesting. I, I, yeah, exactly. I just I, think I, I was uncomfortable, but I also just didn't like it. It was another it. battle to the death episode. It was okay. It was like this. Why was Amok Time a successful episode? Because you had Kirk and Spock going at it, old friends to the death. Now we have one character we've barely met, Yar. Yeah. Yeah. Another character who we literally don't know and, and don't give a fuck about. A very good actress, to be honest. Who wasn't great. She was a she was very stiff. And they're having a fight to the death, and I just don't feel like there's any consequence. And they telegraph way ahead of time that there's a plan to to save her, even yeah. if she gets killed. Oh, that's a, a good point. Amok time, like uh, even though you know, as a viewer, you were like, oh, they're my, not gonna, yeah, kill they're Kirk. not gonna kill Kirk or Spock, but there was still some fucking tension in yeah. that episode because there's like, oh my god, how are they gonna get, resolve this? In this episode, they're like, okay, well, they're gonna have this fight to the death, but don't worry because we got a plan. We're gonna beam up. We're gonna resurrect her if she gets in trouble. We've already worked it out. Yeah, We've, whichever one gets gets poisoned, yeah, we'll fix. We got the transporter lock. There was no tension in the fight because you knew nope. no matter what happened, everything would be okay from yeah. the start. The the most shocking thing that happened was that poor fucker by the ringside who got it in the chest. And I feel like that was almost played for laughs. Yeah, it was like like that was like the move like that was the move that you do to show that the, like if you're if you're yeah. story you know building a story or you know a movie or a play or something you know that's the moment where you have like oh my god there's actual danger like that guy just got fucking killed yeah. holy shit there's some danger here but there isn't no. because there's art we know they've told us it's not like the kind of knowing that you have with the Kirk and Spock when you know they're going to be okay, but you don't know what's going to happen. This is, they've literally said in dialogue, oh, we got a transporter lock so we can beam her right out as soon as she gets in trouble. Yeah. Fuck you, episode. Is that why they couldn't help that other guy? Because they had the transporter locked on? I guess. Like, there was obviously a plan. Like, Yar jumped right on. Like, Yar was in on the plan. Yeah. So even yep. Yar knew that there was no actual mm. danger. Yep. So... Yeah, why why bring Yar up too? Because the uh, lock was on her. Yeah, right? it was probably, that's why she had to jump on the other lady. To... How does locking work sometimes? Because sometimes you can say like five to beam up, and they pick the right five people. It's better not to. Ask. Well, for this show, isn't it because of the com badges though? Sometimes, yeah. Well, yeah, but like sometimes you're in a group of people that don't have com badges, and it's like close enough. I think it's like I think the transporter operator has some discretion. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine, like, the thing, all right, five to beam up, you beam up, like, Captain Picard, Jordy, and, like, some rando. It's <laughs> like, O'Brien, send us back. Send, we don't want to bring this guy up. It's like, it's like three people and just a guy with a sandwich. Like, yeah, like hi. Uh, wrong, sorry, wrong five. My bad. Spreading the time he beamed up a guy that was on the shitter. Yeah. No. We haven't Whoop. seen uh, O'Brien since Farpoint. No, no, I don't think we're going to see him for a little bit. He'll be back. Yeah. Poor O'Brien. Don't I mean, worry, you know see, what? Don't worry, we see too much of him in DS9. I'm saying at least he'll be back, unlike Chief Engineer McDougal. Uh, McDougal! Even though she didn't have an accent. But you can't say. You can't just say McDougal. I mean, you, you can, but it's more funny to go McDougal. Because, so that she would sound Scottish? Probably. So, like, be like, Aww. oh, they only let the they only let those Scot, Scotsmen in the engine room these days. 
Well, so then um, that kind of feels like a weird classist thing. Like, you know how... They're good engineers over there in Scotland. Well, but, like, I feel like... Or, like, they're always shoveling coal in the bowels yeah, of the yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah, That's what I mean. <laughs> like, it feels like the kind of thing that, like, unskilled laborers would have sort of gotten into and then... I do oh. know Dewin... Well, Dewin did actually pick a... Well... Scottish, in scare quotes, accent, because he felt, you know, Scots were known for being good engineers, so... Oh, is that why they picked it? I thought they just liked it because it was the accent he could do most most convincingly. No, I guess he had a couple. Which one do you think you want to do? I was like, well, you know... And he was in an interview. He was like, I think, you know, I think of Scots, I think of engineers, so yeah, I'll make him Scottish. No, I thought he gave, like, a Scottish like a engineers, options. since when? Uh, I think yeah, German you know, engineers. Yeah, German like, engineers. You know, those like, famous Scottish car well, actually, companies. Actually, wasn't, wasn't the steam engine invented by a Scot? The fuck if I know? Probably, Who cares? I don't know. that shit anymore? I, don't, I know that. I what know have they done for like us lately? Northern Irish that built the Titanic, right? True, maybe. But I feel like the the reputation of sort of the German engineers is a relatively newer one. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they got a pretty good name for themselves in the in the Great Wars, where they well, but I mean, like, fucking a, cleaned up on the battlefield. I think we haven't been so, like. I think the the modern concept of German engineering does come from ad campaigns for BMW. I don't get me wrong. Germans are great engineers. Me, comes from like the V2 and like the the got those like well, cannons think, that were the size of this way. skyscraper. It's the late 60s. The war's only been over 21 years. That's true. You don't necessarily That's want to have your point. engineer be a German. Well, you know, well, if Spock had his way. <laughs> <laughs> ah, chief engineer. Von Trapp. Yeah. <laughs> Von Trapp. Guten <laughs> 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 Tag, Captain Kirk. Whoa, that I forget the engines are of it's going. We, where shall we go today, Captain? I can't give her any more. Warp factor fun! Woo! Ship of a thousand schmiles. More schnitzel in the engine. This just got racist. Yeah. It's okay to be racist They're for white Germans. <laughs> I think I might be part German, so it's fine. I'm um, definitely part German, but they're not all white people. You can't was, be racist towards racist. white people. True. We've determined this. Very large Turkish population. Right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, well, in Germany? And, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, any any final thoughts on this 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 hated by the cast episode? Just that I'm glad it's over. I, You know, I have to say, I, I think that having, that the fact that we're in the first season and there's going to be a fair number of uh, shitty episodes, spoiler alert, <laughs> I think that's going to be good for our podcast because we get good energy when, when, we we're, when we're angry. Yeah. Jake um, has a lot of great rants. Um, and they are all and, locked and loaded. Yeah. Is that uh, say the last that, octopus? Yep. The last octopus. Okay, well, so I guess we're going to wrap it up then, unless anybody has any final thoughts on uh, shit no. shows. Okay, great. I feel like as a shit show, it was less diarrhea and more just constipation. <laughs> I would say it was, I'm going to go with a low fiber diet peanut butter shit. Like. <laughs> oh my like, God. You never have like a shit that's like too soft and like it's like it takes like forty wipes. Okay, I regret this now. I was gonna say Ames. You know, Ames is shaking her head like she didn't fucking start this. Like, All I'm gonna, gonna point that say out real quick. is that considering this is how they started, they're lucky they got a chance to improve. Well, they're yeah. lucky they went straight to syndication, is what they did. Yeah. So they didn't. They didn't uh, go to network TV. Yeah. All right. So 
What's up next, Jake? All right. So, coming up next, we are going to uh, meet a new alien race, the F- the dreaded Ferengi. Ooh, <laughs> with their laser whips in the last Ooh. outpost. That sounds kinky. Um, it does. I was and just that, thinking that. Uh, I and love we'll the also be talking next week about another uh, TOS, T- TOS callback episode where no one has gone before. Uh, you see? They just take the name of an original series episode and change a word, and Mm. it's a whole new episode. (laughs) Although this one, if I recall, does not have too much... It's not as much a direct adaptation of... um, That's good. ...of where no man has gone before. probably for the best. Uh, Like, there's no ESP or tinfoil eyes. Thank Christ. So, with that, this has been A Star to Steer Her By. What are you laughing at me? Hi, Jake. I love you. Did See, I fuck it up? See, now you know how we laugh at you when you do your voice. No, I'm just laughing because I specifically, towards the end of my run, tried to stop saying with that because it annoyed Ames. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> He's going to do it more. Listen, take two. Aw. And this has been a star to steer her by... Fuck me! Um, <laughs> now you're overthinking This dude. is like a blooper reel. Well, you should have just let him talk. Say. I, apparently I can't I say mean, with thing. that is a fine way to segue into an ending, I feel. I don't, but go on. All that and being I, said... Okay. All right, okay. A star to steer her by is the show that just was. <laughs> We're going to keep all this <laughs> I'm kind of tempted. Because now, now we need the, the context for, yes. for You have been listening to A Star to Steer Her By, Aww. a Star Trek podcast. Please... Find and like us on Facebook.com. That's www.facebooook. Oh, extra O in there. Two O's. Too many O's. <laughs> Two O's. You'll find it. Just search the Google.com. www.googlegle. Please find and like us on Facebook. We are a star to steer her by. We're also on Twitter and what other thing? Tumblr. Tumblr as SSHB. Podcast. P O D C A S T. See, that's correct. P O D C A S T. Sorry, up to it. You can also find us on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts can be found, and we would always appreciate an honest rating on uh, on iTunes, uh, however many stars we have earned. But we also, need at least one if, star to uh, If you like our show, tell a friend, tell two friends. If you hated our show, tell two enemies. And, um,. I think that's uh, all the necessary. So uh, I have been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to donate your used sweaters to Wesley. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> yes. No one wants to hear about Rasputin's dick. It was allegedly. I would love to hear about Rasputin's dick. Oh, hello, cat. Oh, hi, black cat. That'd be a funny name for a cat. Rasputin's Rasputin's dick. Oh, oh, black cat. Guess what your name, new name is? (laughs) No, we'll call you RD for short. Yes, Um, we will. Research and development. Yes.